Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Browns won. We're feeling good. The defense is dominant. We're ready for Baltimore. Fantasy football midseason biggest winners and losers coming up right now on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. The sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. In the backfield, Latavius Murray. Huntley takes the shotgun snap. Back to pass. Let's the ball got stripped away. In the air. The Browns fight for the ball. And it's picked up by Miles Garrett. He's gonna score! Touchdown! It's gonna be sick. Hey, how about that shutout? Huh? Still feeling good. Still feeling good. An extra day later. The Browns 27-0. I don't care if it was against the crappy Arizona Cardinals. We've been that crappy team enough. I'll tell you this, folks, before we get started. I don't feel bad, and neither should you as a Browns fan. I don't feel bad for any fan base or any team. Not at all. For what we went through. Think anyone felt bad for all oh, poor Browns? Yeah, too bad. We went 1-31. and Every other team can stick it. I don't care. Too bad, Arizona. You don't have any fans anyway. Who's a Cardinals fan? Have you ever met a Cardinals fan? I guess we have the channel for Cardinals. They do a great job there. But there's there's just not the hardcore fan base is what I'm saying for the Cardinals. The Browns, though, we deserve as a fan base to enjoy any success we get. And we're getting that off of that 27-0. Boy, great show for you today. Okay, we're going to go through the fantasy football midseason. I wanted to look who are the biggest, biggest surprises, positive or negative, based on preseason rankings. I like doing this exercise partway through. We'll get to that. My buddy Jamie Thomas is going to stop by. Uh, former director of fantasy football scouting and uh, current host of Winnipeg Jets content in the NHL. So Jamie's a great dude. We'll go with that. But make sure, folks, okay, make sure for Browns content, fantasy football betting, you're subscribing to the channel. Click the notifications. Follow us on Twitter, on X, at SickPodBrowns, at AndyMC81, on Instagram and TikTok, at AndyMCSports, okay? Get that, subscribe, tell your friends, all that good stuff. But right now, let's take a look at this game. I got some dog bones to give up, baby. Let's go. I got some bones. I got some bones. No doghouse today. You shut out a team, you don't get no doghouse. Let's start with the defense. This was a contract-making game. That's what I call it. Because you'll be able to collaborate these stats, these, these players, go for their next contract, and be able to point to the season that they had like a Dalvin Tomlinson, two and a half sacks. They all say, look how many sacks they got because you've feasted on this team. Clayton Toon, again, he, the guy had no business being out there, right? The Arizona Cardinals, 
they're in tank mode. Not the players. Players never try to tank, but Kyler Murray got reactivated. He'll be back, whatever you want to do there. But but so what? We had freaking Cody Kessler for how long? Right? Even baby carrots. Too bad. So for this, we look at the defense, and it was just an absolute feast. Seven total sacks. Everybody, like I said, Dalvin Tomlinson, two and a half, got a game ball from Coach Stefanski. Miles Garrett with another sack. Interception by Denzel Ward. Dog, but all dog bone, dog bone, dog bone to the defense. It's the only talkie talkie. Everybody was eating. Everybody did great on offense. This is where it gets a little more interesting. I'll tell you this. Was Deshaun Watson perfect? Nope. And on those short intermediate passes, he still has to get the touch. He still has to get his touch back on those. Throwing too hard, ground, whatever. But I will say, and if you watch that game, I think you'll agree with me. There were the two passes to Amari Cooper. Those were $230 million quarterback passes. That's what you paid for. That's what you were looking to get when it came to Deshaun Watson. That beautiful feed. Oh, the second one where he went right down at the five to Amari Cooper. Catching him in strike. Gorgeous. And the first one, too. The interesting part, though, is that Amari Cooper is the only wide receiver to have a touchdown. He has two now on the year. Nobody else does. And, and part of that has to be looked at with Deshaun Watson, with the rust, with the injury, P.J. Walker, etc. But David Njoku only has a couple. Jerome Ford only has one as a, a, a pass-catching tight end or a, a running back. It's to the case now where we need to see some progression because I just got reminded of this today. Folks, Amari Cooper's contract's up after this year. Amari Cooper's contract's up. And if you're the Browns, I, you should re-sign him, especially if he has that chemistry with your quarterback. But when you have Deshaun Watson's contract, you're paying Miles Garrett. You're paying Denzel Ward. Grant Delpit's contract's up. I would think you want to keep Grant Delpit. You have to start developing chemistry with some of these other receivers, namely Cedric Tillman, who got in there. I think he had one catch. He hasn't done anything. Elijah Moore, talk about fantasy surprises in a negative way. Elijah Moore hasn't done anything. I don't blame Elijah Moore either. Now, unless he's running the, the wrong routes, he's targeted a bunch, but he's on the field so much. And coming out of where the offense was and how important he looked in the preseason, very surprising. But Deshaun Watson gets the dog bone. Biggest thing, too, no turnovers. No turnovers. Huge for this Browns team. Not every game this year has had a turnover on offense. Not this last game. Again, Arizona Cardinals. Terrible team. You got the test right now. You get the win. You're five and three. You're five and three dealing with all these quarterback issues. Losing Nick Chubb. Losing your starting right tackle, Jack Conklin. Jed Wills, by the way, left tackle has an MCL-PCL injury. Looks like he's going to miss about six weeks. If all goes well, should be back for the last couple games of the season. In the meantime, it's James Hudson. You bring up from the practice squad. You have Alex Leatherwood, a couple other guys. Good thing we have Bill Callahan, best offensive line coach in the business on our side there. But... You're, you're razor thin. You got to start getting those touchdowns in and you have to do it and be prepared to be able to score in bunches against the Baltimore Ravens. And to the Browns credit, by, by one way or another, they've been able to put up points even with PJ Walker. But now you have Baltimore. This team, Kevin Stefanski has played the Ravens in general well. Last time out, well, you told poor Dorian Thompson Robinson an hour and a half before the game, he was, he was starting against one of the best teams in the AFC. Of course, he looked terrible. And Stefanski didn't adjust the game plan. Credit to Stefanski. I dump on him a lot on the show. 
and quite often rightfully so, guy called a hell of a ball game. But he called the ball game, and, and it was great. I love the distribution, the pass run distribution. Called the ball game when it was in hand. That's great. You have to do that, and you have to beat the bad teams. But when it's tough, when it's close, when the game's on the line and you need that call, that's where I think Stefanski has come up short. He's probably going to get that opportunity against the Ravens. Okay? That's that's where we're at because you have the Ravens, you have the Steelers. The division's right here for the taking, Browns fans. Right here. We beat Baltimore. You lose to Baltimore, division's off. You can still make a wild card spot, of course, but division's off the table. Baltimore's 8-2 and two and swept you in the division. It's over. You win against Baltimore. Then you take on the Steelers and we move on from there. There's a great chance. It's right in front of it. And the defense too, Juan Thornhill was saying to the media that he's like, you know, we got a bad taste in our mouth from the last time that the Ravens ran through him. Untouched Lamar Jackson rushing touchdowns. Untouched. This defense pitched a shutout for the first time since 2007. More dog bones to the defense. You got to make a point. You want to be a big player. You want to be considered the best as a defense, as a team, as a true contender. You got to beat the best. And right now, the Ravens are doing it. You got to do it. Can they? Ravens about five and a half point favorites, I believe, as of right now, uh, on the early score in Baltimore. It's going to be tough. You do it. You're a contender. You don't. Playoffs aren't off the table, but the division is. Okay? So go Browns. We'll be back on Sunday. Make sure for uh, the full Browns-Ravens preview. But let's switch it up a little bit to some fantasy football talk. And if you have any Browns comments, what your predictions are, your early predictions for the Ravens game, hit us up in the comment section, Twitter at SickPodBrowns, at AndyMC81, Instagram at AndyMCSports. And uh, subscribe, notifications, jump into the conversation. Always love hearing from all of you. Now, let's bring in my buddy. He's the host of the Winnipeg Jets and former fantasy football director of scouting. My guy, look, he's wearing here. What a pro. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... It's free clothes, buddy. It's free clothes. As you know, um, as a father of two and I have three kids, you accept all the free clothes you can get. So uh, They become uh, hand-me-downs. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas gifts. Uh, so oh. if you get a Jets golf shirt coming up in the in the mail, you know I've worn it for at least two years. <laughs> hey, so, there's, there's value in that. That's, that's mm-hmm. a, a Jamie Thomas Musk ascent. Is vintage is what they call it, I think. This is Game. what the kids call it. Game worn. Yeah, <laughs> game war. Like, yeah, I wore it when I was eating the when I was yeah. eating the, the press box food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wore it during the game. I did There's not play in the game, but I watched it. I watched yeah. the game. So there you go. Someone will play. How about now, now, folks? Jamie Thomas is a big Dolphins fan. Yeah. Where are you at with your Dolphins here, Jamie? Because look, they beat the bad teams. They can't beat the good teams, but that offense is just about second to none in the league. Yeah, I think it's 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 fair to say that Andy about the offense. But so I, I look at two moments already this year, and you know every you know people are like, oh, look at your dolphins, look at your dolphins, and it's just like you know the the rails are gonna the, you know you're gonna go off the tracks here eventually. And I'm gonna tell you why. The game against Philadelphia, which was a winnable football game, Tyreek Hill has that pass in his hand. He has nothing but green acres in front of him for a touchdown, but he drops the pass, goes off his knee, rolls through the end zone. That, that, that's, that's like, that is a a play that you have to make. And then he talks, he talks trash about playing the game against Kansas city and the game in Germany. And he is the guy that fumbles the football that leads to the game winning touchdown. Yeah. 
their offensive line is in shambles because of injuries. So I I I appreciate everyone saying how great the offense is, but I I don't I haven't seen a week where Jalen Waddle is really dominated. If Tyreek Hill doesn't get over a hundred yards, I don't think they're really there. You right. know, people. So they're not running the football because they can't. Um, and Raheem Mostert is his value kind of drops off if you're a fan. And, you know, obviously you're trying to ship him, but I think everybody else, anybody that's paying attention to fantasy football, knows you should not grab onto Raheem Mostert because. Right. It's the the way the offense is going. So the, the I, I like what the defense is doing. I appreciate love like McDaniel. I, the the I love his organiz- character. Yeah, the organ. <laughs> but weird. the organization is in a much better place than it was. But are they there as a team that can contend in a very deep AFC? I don't think so. And I, I think we've seen examples of it. Uh, you know, they they completely bail on the Buffalo Bills game. So it's just like we've seen too yeah. many times of this. So it is very exciting to. Know the offense is in a good place, but if you can't run the football, especially now, especially going to December, it's very hard to win in the NFL. And that was a winnable game against Philadelphia. That was a winnable game against um, Kansas City, and you don't come out on the right side of it. So I still think there's kinks in the team. There's lots Mm -hmm. of things to work with, but they are taking a good step as an organization with the people they've hired, with the players they've drafted, and the guys they've brought in. But they're they're not ready for prime time yet, in my opinion. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No, but they're in a great spot to win the division because Buffalo, all those injuries on defense, Buffalo's not scaring anybody right now. They can, they can, but they're not. And that's, that's interesting. Yeah, and, and I mean, the Jets' ineptitude, you know, obviously, and the Patriots yeah. being what they are right now. It's a completely winnable division, but it's. I, I hope it doesn't, and I know it won't. I hope it doesn't turn into those under 500 situations where everybody's critical of the of the playoff format. Oh. But it's it, it it it's like if you don't win the division now with the way it is, um, I, the chances might not present itself again. And I, I think, you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers comes back next year and the Jets have the defense they do. Maybe this they, year, Jamie. I know, I know. <laughs> and to me, that is the most fascinating thing of this season. If, if yeah. Aaron Rodgers pulls this off, Boy. then like, like it's, it's beyond comprehension of science and everything like that just to, for him to do that. It, it is a complete waste of a well-made defense that he got hurt as early as he did. And you may hate Aaron Rodgers, whatever you, how you feel about him, but you cannot doubt, you cannot tell me you were not watching the Jets to go, what is it, what is going to happen? I hate Aaron Rodgers so much, but I'm going to happen. You, 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 and you would be lying if you said you weren't watching the Jets every week, if he was still in the lineup to see what was going to happen because of the, of the team that they've assembled there. It's unfortunate. I do not like the Jets, obviously, as a Dolphins fan, but it would have been interesting for football to see the Jets succeed this year uh, in a completely wide open division outside of the Patriots. Yeah, and they're still they're still floating around. We'll see if it makes yeah. sense for them to come back. Now the yeah. Browns and that AFC North game. I I don't think it's even up for debate. The best division in football. All teams yes. are at least two games over five hundred. Every team five and three, except for the Ravens seven and two. No other division even comes close. That's the hardest division in football right now. Yeah, it, it is. And it, it, it's compelling every every week yeah. to watch. Um, and somehow, 
full respect to the Browns for how they've hung in there as well with the like Deshaun Watson for everything that came with him. And I'm just I'm preaching to the choir right now. The Browns yeah. fans that are watching this or listening to it. They know this stuff. The amount of money that you have put into this guy, it is unacceptable for them to be in this position. And you know, they've given him weapons. They, there's not much out. You have a great offensive line, uh, uh elite defense. Now you have to deliver, and he mm-hmm. hasn't done that. And they're still hanging around. Love their defense. This is this is back in the days, the old stadium, the first go round of the Cleveland Browns, the dog pound and everything. And it, when it's if this defense just keeps playing the way it is, when it's the weather starts getting crappy, yeah, you know, all all gloves are off. So it's uh, it you if you're not watching any game from the AFC Central, you're crazy every week. Well, and I wanted to give I forgot to give a dog bone earlier, Jamie, to yeah. James Prochet the second. Uh, yeah. who the Brents brought off the practice squad yes. to finally give them some zip on the punt return. I had, I forgot to look somewhere and I didn't throw it out, but you know, you get the box that uh, when a couple years ago, when, when the cards were hot again, the sports cards yes. and all that. Yeah. So I got some Panini ones and I had, it was like autograph in each pack. And I got a James Prochet, the second auto. I'm like, that's the bum card I get. Yeah. Right? Never that's heard the of the guy. Put- that's the one you put in your bike spokes. That's the yeah. bike spoke card. Not that kids but do that nowadays, now. but yeah, no, kids don't do that anymore. No, I got yeah. I, I got to bring that out. I got to put that up. Maybe someone will uh, will want a James <laughs> Prochet the second uh, card. Yeah. But all right, let's get to some fantasy football talk here, man. Okay, and partway through, and I know poor Jamie, guys. I got to say, okay, Shane, bring up the the tweet because you'll appreciate this on uh, about Bijan Robinson. Yeah, and this is poor Jamie. Go. Look from our buddy Grant Gillen. Says Bijan Robinson isn't the fantasy darling he was projected to be. Jamie, I, I have a feeling you agree based on your fantasy season so far. I I drafted that guy first overall. I was oh. laughing. I was like, I like it was it's it's a keeper league with three oh, players. No. I was running to the podium if there was oh. one. If there was a so I draft him first overall. I also throw in Anthony Richardson. But oh. this this is neglect in the in the finest form of what's happening in Atlanta. You you, yeah. you know, I appreciate guys like you that that do fantasy football for a living and you're saying go out and get this guy okay this is the year that the atlanta falcons finally get it or you know this is the time to go grab this guy it is so frustrating right now arthur tyler algier arthur smith he should be fired I, i don't understand what arthur blank is doing why you you no. look down every day at that football team and say we have assembled all these players Drake London I can go down the Kyle list Pitts. of all the Kyle Pitts yeah Still like how many Pitts. times how many times has anyone said Kyle Pitts this is the time that Kyle Pitts breaks out you have a guy like Bijan Robinson who everyone says he's an, he's an elite player he's a next gen he's like this it is beyond comprehension if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan you're dishing out money every week why is this offense not pouring in the points every week i don't care what your system is i don't care what is going on i don't know what how he lied to ownership about how he's <laughs> going to run this football team because or what is going on because there's no way that team should not be scoring at least 20 28 points every week with the players they have on it, yeah. it is a waste of resources it is Imagine a waste of resources a even Jamie, even a like let's say an Andy Dalton, an average, yeah. com, an average competent quarterback in that yeah. office to distribute the football. You would yes. uptick everybody we just named on that offense in fantasy. Bust like like I don't blame Bijan Robinson. Bijan no. Robinson's a hell of a talent. It's Arthur yeah. Smith messing it up. It's him putting Desmond Ritter in the lineup. I think maybe with Taylor Heineke 
Um, he's not even at an Andy Dalton level, but I think at least he's stable and we've seen him pop in Washington. Maybe yes. that helps a bit, but overall, but the you're, offense, you're right. It's the offensive, it's the play calling. Like, yeah, is, no doubt. Like, how, no how is the players not going to Arthur Smith and go, what are you doing here? What are like, you doing? Just, you fool. Like, yeah. Anybody else, if Keyshawn Johnson was in Atlanta right now, he'd be losing his mind. Throw me yeah. the damn ball. That's what yeah. every player should do. So for, it's it's a selfish perspective for me or anybody else that has Bijan Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, I, we, Tyler Algier, whatever. Like you should be, we should be salivating every week with what Atlanta is doing, but we're not. No, and no. Um, it, I, I just, it, it's so weird to me that you have this, and maybe it's arrogance of of another level that you feel that you can run this football team as poorly as Arthur Smith is running this football team. Keep- because you, you, it, how can the players be sitting there going, okay, we have this, but we're not going to give him the football because my coach says this is how we're going to run this no. team. It makes yeah, no it, sense. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's so here's based on the. Biggest surprises, positive and negative, at each position group in fantasy football so far yeah. heading into week 10. So, Jamie, oh, on the negative side for running back, Bijan Robinson, preseason overall ranking, not running back, overall fifth. Yeah. For his current 53rd. Th- what that's, what that's is that? Thing. That's and, and I feel bad for people that have to do rankings every week because you just, you're probably going, okay, we, this is the week he goes out because if I don't yeah. put him here, if I don't put him at RB5, I'm going to look like an idiot, but it's just right. like every week you look like an idiot because that guy, how like being under 10 fantasy points in a half PPR league is just beyond comprehension. And I, I oh, it, unacceptable. It, it's so weird that we have this conversation every week that it is this, this is the way it goes. But anyways, no. I know your, your listeners and viewers are not here for me to feel sorry for ourselves, but I know you Kyle Pitts every, like how many years in a row we said, Kyle Pitts, this is going to be his breakout year. This is the year we're talking about. Kyle. He's yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not going to happen. Until you get a competent quarterback playing Atlanta, you are yeah. leaving fantasy. You're just leaving a, a juicy fantasy me untouched on the table. It's untouched. And another negative. How about Tony Pollard? Preseason ranking, James. Oh, my fourth, gosh. Fourth overall. Where is he yeah. now? 64th. That's a guy. I'll tell you this. I was talked into it in one of my leagues, Jamie. I was like, mm, okay. I think it's proven that Tony Pollard needs to be not, in a yeah. committee. He yes. needs. He can't be a standalone guy. He can't yeah. go in between the tackles. Now he can still be good in in his own way as like yeah. a high RB two. Yes. But as far as a first round pick, hell no. What? A no. It, yeah. It's just so that's like more arrogance for an organization. Like you, you have Ezekiel Elliott, and I'm like, oh, we don't need this guy anymore. Like well, yeah. we have Tony Pollard. It's just so. It's just some dumb team management in so many facets. Yeah. And another reason why Jerry Johnson are sort of. Jerry Jones should not be running the Dallas Cowboys. Like, period. Like, that's just yeah. Zeke might have been wearing down, but those two together it made worked. that offense per right. So, and, and again, yeah. Dak Prescott. Like, what are you doing, giving this tiny guy to run between the tackles? Like, nobody can do that at that size. No. I'm sorry, no. it's just not no. the way it works. So, it's bad, it's wh- bad play calling too, uh, as far as that goes. Now, on the positive, yeah. what I have to go to, and you're right. I think currently you want to be fading on him. But yeah. based on preseason ranking, is there a better running back story than Raheem Mostert preseason ranking, Jamie? 77th overall right, right. now. Not just running backs, ninth. It, it's it's nuts. And he scores another touchdown last weekend. Yeah. And, and so it, the numbers. And it's the, when you looked, when I am when I was drafted in the beginning part of the year, you stay away from the Miami Dolphins because there's just too many too running many. backs. There's yeah. J- Jeff Wilson. You've got Devane A-Chain. Uh, like it's Ahmed. just – yeah. 
Yeah, there's just too much there where you're like, I'm going to use a first round pick on this guy. And then I'm like, the guy goes and one of my guys in the league is Raheem Mostert, and he's first in our league right now because of the production that he has. So it's just obviously the injured A chain is is a reason why that that plays into it. But I like those kind of stories where you're not expecting it. But you, I, I would challenge anybody that said anybody for the Miami Dolphins running back stable was going to be a top 10 running back this year no. because of the options in McDaniel's offense. Yeah. And yeah. let's move to quarterback here. The pleasant surprise, CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud was the 25th preseason ranked quarterback, 25th, not even a yeah. QB two. Yeah. And right now he is number seven and boy, Jamie, he's just keeps going up, man. The guy doesn't turn the ball over mm-hmm. five touchdowns. I don't know what the Texans are going to be after this year, but I'll tell you this. The, is there a stupider looking organization in the Carolina Panthers? And I was yeah. screaming on this program and every other program I was on as a guest, they are fools to not take mm-hmm. CJ Stroud. Bryce Young, Jamie, I know guys who are at the combine, guys from yeah. this show, from, from this yeah. network, the sick podcast, who stood beside Bryce Young and like, Andy, that dude ain't 5'10, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got, that guy's like 5'8, maybe. Yeah. First overall, yeah. and you're looking at CJ Stroud? Wow. That that's the that that to me clearly is the owners running the show and should not be yeah. running the show. Apparently, it's just, come out, yeah, yeah. It's just, it just reminds me of Neil Yakupov with the Edmonton Oilers. There's ah. no way that kid should have went first overall, like not even in a, in a million years. And it's funny how we look back on these things and do that, but it's mm-hmm. it. You look at Bryce Young and all the talk, and of course the Ohio State quarterbacks do not succeed in the National Football League. A lot of guys are looking at that. But you would think there's enough personnel guys that have seen that over the years when they know they have a reg- legit quarterback, right? So, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe it's because he doesn't run. Maybe he's not the two-way threat that you want. But the fact that he is playing error-free football as a, rookie, a rookie quarterback, it's it's is exciting to watch. And yeah. God love Houston for all the moves that they made in that draft to get the best defensive player. Yeah, (laughs) best defensive player in the draft at at that time. You could argue there's a little bit different this moment, and then of course you get the best quarterback out of the draft. So it's uh, it's great to see. Now they just got to get them weapons, and we'll see how that works around that. But uh, I like stories where guys succeed. I hate when guys are first overall or second overall and they turn out to be a bust. It's a lot more fun for all of us when things work out that way. But for C.J. Stroud to put up 41 plus fantasy points last week is uh, it's 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 exciting. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the Carolina Panthers, man, for the amount of capital you gave up, you better hope that some way. Part of the problem is what Carolina did is you took away one of your, the weapons that he would have had to use to throw to to get to make that trade. And that that's what makes that trade complicated because yeah. it's great to have your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, but to put him in a succession, uh, position to fail the way that they have without any weapons around him is, you know, that you're asking for trouble right there. And it doesn't help that your quarterback that you drafted first overall is the size of a seventh grader. Anyway, yeah. My anyway. my son is taller than he is at 15. So it's <laughs> embrace young. Yeah. Throw yes. the ball, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Another couple positives. Sam Howell, 161st preseason, yeah. ranked 11th. And Jalen Hurts. We all love Jalen Hurts, but he was ranked 17th and his third overall. Still not getting the respect he deserves. No. And I mean, clearly with the, he still has those turnover issues, but we're being picky at that point. And they're still winning. Uh, he's still scoring two rushing, you know, rushing touchdown feels like every weekend. Um, so and I love the story of Sam Howell because going into his final year at North Carolina, you know, there's all the expectations. He's going to be a first round pick. 
and it completely falls off. But a lot of people ignore yeah. that North Carolina had nothing. They had no offensive line. They had no weapons for Howell to throw to. So half the time he's spending his time running, trying to produce offense. The kid's a winner. I'm thrilled for him because you know how much I love North Carolina. Yeah. And uh, he, it's a great story. And, and I'm glad that, you know, Washington has found a way to get him to get balls to play. They have playmakers at least in Washington for him to, to be successful. Yeah. And going back to CJ Stroud for a second, yeah. you might want to look this week, Tank Dell, just 49% ownership in Yahoo leagues. Uh, he's, he's back healthy ish. And uh, if you can get your hands on Tank Dell, the connection that they're having, that's a, mm-hmm. that, could, that could be a league winner waiver wire pickup in week 10 if you can if you can get him. And if you can do that yeah. in week 10, God, God love you because uh, it is hard to find guys in the waiver wire that can it help is. you win your league at this time of year. Negative at the quarterback, Daniel <laughs> Jones. Preseason uh, overall, 13th. Jamie now out for the year, ranked 185. He couldn't stay healthy. They gave him Saquon the money. Saquon Barkley's got to be in there too, right, buddy? Right? It's just oh, – yeah. The it's Giants just, suck. Come on. Well, I, it is wild to me that we thought New York was going to be like the, the story this NFL year. NFL did. They're on yeah. 18 friggin' primetime games. For God, I got to watch that every week. That game last night was just so bad. Like, it just, it, I, I feel bad for ESPN in that aspect because you don't have the flex option that NBC mm. does. Because you are nailed into that on Monday night. You couldn't flex oh. anyways. On, it's, no. it's, but, but I mean, you're going to get some duds. Uh, but New York falling off the map in terms of, you know, Brian Dable was being, you know, hailed as the greatest guy ever. Um, but to think that Daniel Jones was going to be Come on. the quarterback, I know it's, it's just because he runs. He's great at fantasy though. Sometimes like you, you, can, you can stream him, you can stream him, but you cannot win with him full time. Nope. Wide receiver positives. Puka Nakua. I didn't like a stone cold <laughs> stunner out of nowhere. I know. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. like this is this great is, name too. Oh, tremendous handle. And even, even Jamie, after two down weeks, because Stafford mm. banged up and whatnot, still the 13th overall player in fantasy football with fantasy yeah. points. Out of nowhere, um, what a story. Remarkable. Proves he can live with Cooper Cup. And the other guy, we talked about the Panthers having nothing. I don't know about you, man. 173rd preseason ranking, now 20th. Adam Thielen. Who I know. thought? Thought he was done. These numbers, and I, I know I said there wasn't many weapons, but that's how, that's like I a, traded a, for him. Yeah, I, the, the guy's a wr one. Yeah, it's never saw that coming in in a million years. I thought no. the the, no. the the Vikings had done the right thing to move on from, but I guess when you're the You're're only done. option, you're the only option. Th- these things can happen. All, these things and, happen, and you can lean on people if you're someone as small and tiny as Bryce Young. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to look over top of people. Yeah, and yeah. negative. Oh, Devontae Adams, Jamie, how many people drafted him in the first round? Not his fault. Stop hiring Bill Belichick disciples. Daniels, what what a cocky, arrogant prick. Yeah. And he got you could just tell that guy's a jerk and he got what he deserved. Except yeah. you know what, Jamie? Hey, I'd love to be as big of a failure and still get to, you know, a four years fully guaranteed of 50 mil. Please yeah. sign me I up. Would- I would take that anytime for people to call me a cocky prick all the time. Yes. I would, I would, yeah. <laughs> I would sit in my mansion in Arizona like, ah, after I yep. retire. Like, yeah, make fun of me, but sure. I am stealing money. Stealing I didn't win anything. Cash. <laughs> stealing Devonte Adams and the, and they had a chance to trade him too, which had fantasy owners a little bit of hope snatched yeah. away. And now you got Aiden O'Connell. Come on, O'Connell's doing nothing. 
That was a bad week last week for fantasy quarterbacks, anyways. That, outside oh outside the Joshua Dobbs situation, but whatever. Yeah, Dobbs was fun. Dobbs was yeah. a fun one. Uh, by the way, Josh Dobbs is going to be probably the most added quarterback in fantasy football this week. For I'll sure. That. Yeah, but uh, is he going to is he going to keep this up? That's the other well. Yeah. The thing is, Jamie, we saw it in Arizona, right? Pops. Yeah. Teams figure mm-hmm. you out down, but yeah. he has a lot better surrounding tools in uh, Minnesota than yes. he did it in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like Minnesota's. Once Justin Jefferson comes back, then you have oh, yeah. some. Even some right options. now, you got Jordan Addison, you have TJ Hawkinson, mm-hmm. KJ Osborne can pop in. Yep. Right. Ty Chandler's. Uh, that's another ad this week, folks. Uh, with Cam Akers, it looks like he's going to be done either for a while or for the year. So Ty Chandler as the change of pace backup handcuff to Alexander Madison must add widely available. Ty Chandler. Uh, yeah. He's going to be a hot waiver ad as well. Uh, now we look at this one. Last one here, Jamie. Tight end, positive storm. We know how bad the tight end group is in football. My goodness, but they we got to clear that rule out. We we got to the, the the must start tight end every week. It's got to stop. Just gotta, do an extra flex. It's got to be a flex. Just yeah, flex. Because the guys think, with even even Travis Kelsey this year, obviously yeah. distracted with the Taylor. situation with his girlfriend or pseudo girlfriend, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's a whole. Marketing manager. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I'm um, <laughs> hanging out with Mama Kelsey. Anyways, Mama Ke- and Brittany Mahomes. Oh, what a. I hate Brittany Mahomes so much. I hate her, Jamie. I my, hate her. my wife shows me photos her. of Brittany Mahomes every week on the sideline. I'm like, okay, I don't, I can't Jeez. see any more of these photos. Stop. Her and Mahomes' brother are just the biggest trash bags in the world. I hate yeah. them. I hate them so much. I hate, especially just, that Jackson guy. Too, there's just too much of them. That's oh. all it is. They're I don't hate. Worst. I don't. Ta- I don't hate. Everyone's so mad about Taylor Swift, but I'm like, there are other issues. Yes, with the Kansas City Chiefs. It I'm is. I'm not hating on Taylor. It's I just Mahomes' wife. And, like just yeah, like they're the holding hands. Ha- it's like the posse, the people that hang out with you all the time, the, the ones that just like don't need to be a part of it. No. It was like Novak Djokovic's brother. He's just ha! like you're not really relevant, but you're, you're not- still here. You know? no. Brittany Mahomes, so- you know, you know, she's like holding Taylor's hand. Taylor's like, uh. All right, yeah. Uh, stage five clinger, Brittany yeah. Mahomes. Get out of here, you! <laughs> nuts. Anyway, she totally would be the I'll find you girl. Totally. Oh, oh yeah. If that breaks, it, when the inevitable breakup happens, and Taylor Swift puts out a, a chart topping uh, Travis Kelsey breakup song, Mahomes' yeah. wife, she's gonna be miserable. <laughs> miserable. Anyway, can we talk about this stuff me. on this program? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Anyway, it's the hottest couple in football hottest right now. Hottest couple in football. That's right. Why Andy hates Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> we, worst we have photos of so-and-so with so-and-so. Yeah. 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 TMZ. Yeah. yeah. Tight end, though. Tight end. Yeah. Nothing to do with the, the – uh, <laughs> nothing to do with that. Cole Komet of the Bears, 20th ranked tight end in the mm-hmm. preseason. And that's saying something, Jamie, because you can get like eight fantasy points a week in your top 12 yeah. fantasy tight end. Ranked 20th this year – Fifth best tight end fantasy producer. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields effect. Even that Tyson Bajant or whatever you want to call him. Um, yeah. And here's the thing. The you can be the fifth best tight end and you can still not be that good. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, like I, I even look, because there's always the rush to get somebody. That, I remember Max Mayer from uh, obviously oh. no, from Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, he, huge, highly touted coming out of college. They keep saying this is the guy to go to in fantasy football. I started him last week. I think I get, you got two points. Like it's just yeah. you keep like the the amount of throws is way it, like the tight end of position also disaster. Um, but th- that's a great story. 
um, with Komet. So yeah. uh, slower start for him, but this he's starting to live up to the expectations that he had when he came out bit. of college. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard someone too, some analysts like Ty- Justin Fields better watch out for Tyson Bajan for his job. Yeah, stop. Whoa. Stop. Real Tyson, Tyson Bagel Bajan, who's most famous because his dad's a championship arm wrestler. Okay, <laughs> let's relax. Then the guy puts up seven fantasy. Get out of here to, to replace who, Justin Fields. Who's who saw that coming? Who saw the seven <laughs> points? I don't even know. Like, if I, it's yes. the reason, if I would have just paid eighty dollars for that subscription, I would have seen <laughs> that. <laughs> That's right. So what, Bajan what, coming up with seven points. Bajan. It was like uh, <laughs> one of the Fox analysts. Was it uh, uh, Boomer or some one of those you're, things? You're you're always wondering because I, I I learned a big lesson about this whole analysis world. And I remember I was at the Super Bowl the year that uh, Russell Wilson threw the interception at the goal line. It was Ooh. in Arizona, and Chris Schultz, rest in peace. I was standing out with him outside before we stepped in the field. And he's like, that's when the whole debate was, should they have ran the football? Mm-hmm. And I remember Chris saying to me, they're making me take the side of they should throw the football. And then I realized right there, you always need the uh, devil's advocate. Right. right? You, you need somebody on the panel. Because when, when do people complain the most? Well, they all agreed with each other. Well, somebody has to be the guy or girl to say yep. this. They should have went this way. Right. Good so point. I, I think we have to. I'm giving you a little bit behind the scenes look of what's yeah. going on in television, but just remember, there's always the person that has to play devil. They say, advocate. "Listen, pal, you're yeah. gonna take that side." Biggest so Bajan, Bajan supporter is probably a guy. Hey, so who? Let's play papers, scissors, rocks. Who's got to cover up for Bajan here? And oh, Boomer! Wait, damn it! Gotta, and Boomer's like, ah, <laughs> come on, wreck man. my reputation. Exactly. That's a come on, man moment. On That's ESPN right. Monday Night Football for the analysts. Uh, yeah. Worst tight end disappointment, and again, I don't blame him. Darren Waller, the guy oh. that's supposed to be top te one three um, years in a row. D- Darren Waller. Oh, they signed with the Giants. They love throwing the tight end. Stop it. I'm never. I can't even listen to people yeah. talk about tight ends anymore. Sorry, no, but go no. on. Go ahead. I, I I just thought I thought Jamie going in that just mm. because the Giants had zero weapons, yeah. you'd have to throw it to Darren Waller. But then Daniel Jones get hurt, and we remember that he sucks. And yeah. uh, you know, yeah. here we are. <laughs> here we here we are. I if you guys, buddy, we sound like a couple of crotchety old That's right. dudes sitting right it, now. For wait, Jamie, we sound like two fantasy football <laughs> players at the halfway point of a season. Yeah. That's a long grinding right. of a season. Part of our teams are almost oh, winless. Just, and just, just grumbling. And then your kids, your wife look at you with mass disappointment. And like, what are you doing? Like, One day you'll be me, son. That's when right. you take you'll over play. this team. You'll take this team over yeah. and you'll go through the same things. And you'll do it. Oh yeah. Boy. But yeah. <laughs> no, it, Jamie, uh, love having yeah. you on, buddy. This, Thanks, buddy. This is great. Now, look, if you're a hockey fan, and J- you can always ask Jamie Fantasy Football and NFL Talk to, he loves doing that. Tell people where they can follow you on social media. Yeah, at Jamie Thomas TV. Uh, I also have a great story for you with regards to Twitter slash X. Like, I changed my password to get in to to make it better or whatever. You know this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Twitter and their massive in- wisdom will not let me in because they can't turn off the second layer of security. Oh god! And I've emailed three times. I've got that email back. Did we, ha- you know, that one where they get, how did you like the service we had? Yeah. I haven't even got, I haven't even got service. Each time I've responded with zeros, I'm like, and they were, what else can we do to make this better? And I keep putting actually solve my problem. Fix it. <laughs> actually fix it. Do your job. So eventually when I get access to Twitter, 
at oh, Jamie Thomas TV. Come Thomas. on, Elon Musk. He's yeah. a Browns fan, probably. Come on, Elon. Yeah, he has Offer to guy be. out. I know it's not his fault, but come on. It probably is. It might be. True. It's always Elon's fault. Wait, wait. That? Actually, wait. He he like half controls the world. We, we should yeah. probably snuck up to him. No, Our no, it's internet, somebody else's fault. Internet's been cut out. It's over. We've, lo- we've lost <laughs> connection. We're talking to ourselves right now. Oh, God. All right, Jamie. Good stuff, buddy. Let's do it again soon. Thank you. See you, see you bud. All right. There he goes. Jamie Thomas, my guy. You're a Winnipeg Jets fan, hockey fan. Does great work with them. Uh, we got, I want to get one question because we're a little running heavy, as they say. Um, going into week 10 on the waiver wire. Let's pull that one up, Shane, if you don't mind. Uh, from our buddy Robert F. Gray 1, Andy Keaton Mitchell is available in my league from the Baltimore Ravens. I know he will be bid on. I have full $100 available to ensure I get him. Would have to bid almost all of it. In your opinion, is it worth it? Thanks. Hashtag ask Andy. Rob, tremendous question. And my answer is no. Do not spend all of your fab on Keaton Mitchell. And here's why. Now, people will say, Andy, guy came out of nowhere. Put up 25, 6, whatever your fantasy point format is. Why not? Well, you have to look not just at the total. You have to look at the how, the when, and the why he got those points. The how was a big chunk of it came in one play. 60 what? 66, 68 yard. Big big gallop run. Impressive. Guy looks shifty and quick. Don't get me wrong. Nice step. Right? Browns will see him this week. But the problem is he took 23.5% of the snaps for early downs in the first half. Okay? Even with that, he still had the fewest touches 10 out of the other running backs. Justice Hill fumbled again. So that might increase if you take it away from Justice Hill. Gus Edwards. And of course, the main running back is your quarterback, Lamar Jackson. So I really caution people. Just, I'm not saying you don't get Keaton Mitchell. I'm just saying don't spend 100 bucks on him. I would be looking to put up, I'd feel comfortable putting up, let's say, 20 to 25% of your fab. So if you have 100 20, 25 bucks. And mainly because there's not a whole lot of other options running back wise out there. Um, but he's still going to be in a mix with at least two to three other running backs, at least two with Hill and, um, and Edwards, and then Lamar Jackson. So you're really hoping for a home run threat. You're really hoping he busts one up. He might, but he also might not. Right? So don't go blowing the whole bank on Keaton Mitchell. All right. At least not. And he's probably going to be gone. You're right. So if you, if you need him, I wouldn't, if I, out of a hundred bucks, I wouldn't go more than 25 personally. And I, and myself, I'm not going to be putting a bid on because I just think it's too convoluted. You're going to be guessing you're going to have too much up and down. It's just like we see with every Ravens running back. It's what it is, right? It's what it is. So some other guys to pick up this week. Uh, like I said, Tank Dell earlier, Ty Chandler, is one to get as well. Stay away from Odell Beckham Jr. I saw so you got a touchdown. Stop. It's it's done. How long have I said it's been done and I've been right? It's over. Odell, stop it. Uh, so you got you got a few few options there. Tight end if Trey McBride is still floating around. Kyler Murray's going to be coming back, so that could be a nice uptick there if he's still there. So if you have any other fantasy football betting questions leading up to waiver wire, whatever, use hashtag AskAndy. Hit me up in the comments. Twitter, X, at AndyMC81, at Browns, Instagram, at AndyMCSports. Thank you so much to Jamie Thomas. Thanks to producer Shane. 
I'm Andy Mack. We will see you live Sunday for a full Browns-Ravens preview and fantasy football start sits and ask Andy. That's all coming up. Thanks for watching the sick podcast with Andy McNamara. Go Browns! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.